Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Welcome back, Afropolitans. This is My Money and Me. I'm Sumitra Naidu. Um, I thought that was really great advice that Gerald was giving um, Senzo. Um, you know, it's it's maybe not a great time to actually leave home as much as you want to uh, spread your wings and get out there. Maybe stay at home for a little longer, save on the rental or save on whatever you're going to be spending on in order to get your own place. It might be a good idea just to stay for a little longer and spend some time with the family. We continue now and my next guest is Getty Gazal, owner of the Soho Beauty Salons. She uh, found them a few years ago. She has one in Santon and one in the VNA uh, waterfront. So Getty hails from Ethiopia but has lived in many different countries on different continents. She studied overseas in Europe and in the US but she does have a special place in her heart for South Africa and because she spends a lot of her time here she decided to set up businesses here. So you may be familiar with these beauty salons. Um, you know there's branches in Santon and Cape Town and not too sure if you've seen them. Um, uh, or experienced, um, uh, you know, uh, or had the opportunity to go and enjoy an experience at the salon. Uh, they've been running for a few years now and very successful. Getty, a very good evening to you. Lovely to have you on the show tonight. Thanks so much for having me. So, you know, it was interesting. I was reading about this and, you know, you've done so many different things. But I'm looking at the Soho um Salons, you know, we we have no shortage of nail bars. At least this is what I think. We have no shortage of nail bars and massage parlors. You know, general beauty salons in South Africa. But you felt like more could actually be done in the space. Tell me about your journey into opening up Soho. Um, you know, it was really serendipitous. I have to say, it wasn't something that I planned at all. It, you could not. You know, I would not believe that this is what I'd be doing if you told me, um, you know, 10, 15 years ago. It really just happened because um, I was here working on the World Cup in 2010. And my father has been living here for almost 30 years now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being from Ethiopia and having come here for coming to South Africa to visit my father since I was a kid. Um. I just got really frustrated. You know, we had a lot of people here during the World Cup and a lot of people wanted to get just basic beauty grooming services. And it was just limited in the type of places that we would go to and people would kind of say, you know, it's not really that service oriented. Mm. And we just get a bit disappointed. And I hated to see people coming from abroad, coming here to this incredible country that has so many incredible um, so many incredible attributes, I just got frustrated and I said, come on, there has to be a way we can do this a little better just to get beauty and grooming service. It shouldn't be this complicated. Look, back in 2010, you'd have to have an appointment to go somewhere, which I thought was, that didn't make sense. In New York, you don't need an appointment. You know, the market's saturated. Every block has five nail salons. Yeah. So, it was just an opportunity I identified, and I said, you know what, why not just try it? We studied the market a bit, the beauty and um, grooming industry in South Africa, and felt like we could do something a little different. 
And this is essentially how entrepreneurs think, uh, you know, and this is how they are born because they are, you know, they see a gap in the market or they see something not working and then they decide, okay, let me make it work. I mean, you mentioned New York and I know you have, you, you, you started your, your other businesses in New York. You spend a lot of time there. You love the city. Um, and having been to New York, I understand what you say when you talk about service. Service is next level in New York. York. I've never seen anything like it before. Um, it's, uh, you know, you just walk into, for instance, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to think like maybe a Starbucks. I mean, everything just moves. You can't actually stand there and like try to figure out now, okay, what am I having? A latte? Am I having a, a <laughs> mochaccino? There's no time. People are just moving. And the service, I mean, as soon as you order in a few seconds, it's in your hand. It's ready for you to take from the counter. So the service is just unbelievable. But was that what you uh, concentrated on um, in your salons? What sets your salons apart? Really, we just wanted to provide an experience. We wanted to make sure that people had an experience. And also, listen, you know, we all operate with like a time deficit. We always have something to do. There's, you know, we're all very busy people. So why not create an environment in which we can kind of make you feel as if you're in New York, the music, the vibe, but then the services, we want to focus. It's not just about, you know, getting beauty treatments mm. and getting um, pampering. It's not, that's not what the Soho experience is. The Soho experience is you come in and while you're getting all these things done, while you're getting your beauty and grooming services, you know, can we do your, can we get some dry cleaning picked up for you? Is there any running around we could do? Do you want us to get you your favorite coffee from Starbucks? You need your shoes shine clean. It has to be an experience. It's about making your life a little more convenient while you're doing the things that, you know, you need to do to look after yourself. That's it. So do you have a specific target market? Like, you know, you're not going to have, you know, the, the lady that's coming just, you know, to spend the day out at the spa. Or are you targeting women that are on the move constantly, very busy and needs this kind of extras that you're offering? So 34% of our business is male, actually. Wow. And, um, That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, it's really about people who, um, you know, need to groom. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a luxury. Grooming and, and beauty services is, is not a luxury, despite what the fallacy is. It's not. Beauty and grooming is a necessity. As yeah. much as, let's say you have a job interview, you'll go out and buy a suit and you buy whatever you need to, you know, your outward appearance. The way that you present yourself from top to bottom speaks volumes. And grooming of your hands and feet is a, a, a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. So the way in which we, you know, we look after ourselves speaks a lot about who we are. And it also, it's about how we feel. How do you feel about yourself? It makes you feel good to make sure that you're, you're grooming yourself and looking after yourself properly. So as far as the target market, it's everybody. I mean, look, we have a mommy and daddy. We have a prince and a princess. We have kids that are from the age of five to, um, to 13, 14, 15 that come in regularly. Um, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a big market. It's not really limited to men, women. It's, it's everyone. And age, we, you know, 
we start from children all the way up to people in their late senior years. It's, it's people who are concerned about looking after themselves. That's who we cater to. That's so interesting. And want to have an experience. Yeah. That's so interesting. I could see some men out there saying that, oh, I just cut my nails once a month and, you know, I don't need to look at it again. And it's interesting that you say that 34% of your um, market is actually male. There are so many more grooming salons out there, you know, other um, other names, brands um, that is growing this market. Um, Afropolitans, I'm talking to Getty Gazal, founder of the Soho Salons in South Africa. Um, if you'd like to give uh, some comments or share your experiences, if you've ever been to the salon, please give us a call. The number is 086-00-00959. Getty, where where does I mean this is not your first um this is not your first business. This is probably like your third or fourth um venture. Um where does this passion for business come from? <laughs> it is actually my first endeavor in um in retail. In retail, um, but I, you've started other businesses before, different businesses. Just one other. I you know, out of university I had a, a marketing firm. Um, and we, that's what, that's what we were here doing. It was a production and marketing company and that's what I did out of the university. And this is my second business, but really it's, they don't defer that much to be honest with you. It's really just producing something that people enjoy and want to experience. They're pretty much, you know, they're pretty much the same. One thing was to be honest with you as an African, um, Service is not something that should be, you know, people shouldn't expect to have such bad service when they come here. And unfortunately, you know, the expectations are low. And, you know, it's like what you were saying. You go to Starbucks in New York and it's like in a second and you have it. There's no reason why it can't be the same thing here. Mm. There isn't. So I find that it's incredibly fulfilling, challenging, fulfilling to see, I mean, you know, training and working with people and seeing that we're, more than capable of providing incredible service and people incredible experiences. That to me is exciting. I mean, it's very exciting and it's really, really fulfilling. So I love it. And I think there's such great potential here and so much opportunity for growth. And it's, like I said, it's very exciting. You, you, but you don't have, you don't have any experience in, in beauty. Have you ever done anything None. in beauty? And and you went None. into this just with an idea. I mean, was that not a challenge for you to get your head around how these things work? So, um, you know, I'm not from here. I don't speak any of the languages. I um, have no experience in retail. I have no experience in nails. The first time I even walked into a beauty school was, you know, right before we opened the store here. So it was incredibly challenging. But what I do have is a little bit of common sense and I'm a human being and I'm a person. Mm -hmm. And people want to simply be catered to and to be treated well and to get value for what they spend their hard-earned money on. And that to me isn't really rocket science. That to me is, like I said, it's a bit of common sense. Mm. The thing is this. Ultimately, it's just about, to me, it's really just about making sure that 
we're able to deliver on what we say we're going to be able to deliver on. Look, you're going to, there's going to be challenges, but what's really fulfilling for me is to see the growth with our team, what we're able to deliver, um, and just evolving every day and seeing different ways that we're able to serve and, and to create a, a stronger brand. It's very exciting. Look, I think if you have the passion and you wake up every day and you love what you do, there's no way that you're going to fail. You're just going to figure out different ways to um, to make sure you evolve. I know you I still. Know. I know you're still very young, but you've already. This is your second business, and it wasn't easy opening this up because I, I, I did, uh, you know, I, I did read up a little bit on you, and you know, you said that nobody actually wanted to take you seriously in this. I mean, what were? I mean, were you scared of? Um, you know, you are determined, but were you scared of actually failing, of not, of not getting this off the ground and making it work? the way you had no. it in your head? No, I don't think you could look at anything and say, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that can't even be an option because I put too, like, there was, I just couldn't fail here. It wasn't even an option. I didn't think of that. Mm. All I've always thought about and every day I wake up and this is the beauty I think for entrepreneurs. There's no playbook. You know, I mean, you're on radio. There's no, I don't know, maybe there is. I've worked in radio a little bit in the sense of through marketing. I don't think there's a playbook that comes in and it gives you like a, there's no manual that tells you this is what you have to say Mm -hmm. at this time and how. It it doesn't exist, right? Yeah. You figure it out. And that's ultimately all we can do is kind of, if you're driven and you believe in what you're doing, You'll be fine. You just have to be, and my, I swear to you, my thing is you've got to be consistent, you've got to be persistent, and you've got to have integrity. If you believe in what you're doing and you push every single day and, you know, you don't let anything, you kind of have to be like a racehorse mm-hmm. and have your blinders on, focus, and keep going. That's all you can do. The other thing is I think things have also changed now, you know, with, with what's going on with this pandemic. Look, it's it's tough, and a lot of what we do is trying to make people feel better. How did you um, manage during this time, over the last couple of months? Because it was only, yeah, what, on level two that you were allowed to open up again? We were able to open up level, what is that, two or one? Yeah, it was just now, June, July, we were able to open um it was very difficult, very difficult, and it still is. Listen, we're still operating at a, a much lower percentage than we were, obviously, the past few years. And you just, we just have to figure it out. And, again, it's the passion, it's the consistency, and it's just being persistent in what we're doing. That's mm-hmm. all we can do. What are the options? Just saying, you know what, it's too difficult, we've got to close the doors? No. We've just got to figure out different ways in doing what it is that we've always done and making sure that we are doing it in a very safe and, and um, in a safe manner and making sure that people are comfortable and doing the best that we can. We keep going. That's all. Well, Getty, we're going to leave it on that note. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing your insights around your business. I love that persistency, consistency, and integrity. These are um, three very important values that you should have 
um, in any venture that you are going to undertake. Thank you so much for your time. Getty Gazal, founder of the Soho Salons in South Africa. Uh, up next, we're going to take a short break. And up next, we're going to talk to DJ Sebastian. He is our Money Lessons feature. He's going to share his money journey with us. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind.